What's going on, Beaches? Welcome to the Daily Swole Podcast, episode 2640. Happy Swole Slut Saturday. It's July the 29th, and we had an amazing overtime segment yesterday with a brand new driving while gaining uncensored and brand new balls deep edits that are available for members inside Swole TV. Join the fam today over at SwoleNormousX.com and get access to all the tools that you need to crush your seven pillars. We have uh, everything you need to get started to take your training to the next level. If you are experienced, you've been training for five years, 10 years, 20 years. We have over 300 yoga classes and mobility classes, meditation sessions. We have thousands of recipes. And of course, we have the amazing Swole Fam, which is unparalleled. Get your seven pillars in order today. Jump on the elimination diet. Jump into our flagship 90-day dash program. You can progress into scorched earth and swole season and maybe if you really want to maximize your fucking gains, jump on the brand new Maximum Swole. Check it out, SwoleNormousX.com, and join the fam today. And hopefully you enjoy yesterday's overtime segment if you missed it. We also had a roundtable on Thursday, and we do have an accountability meeting coming up on Monday. Also, tomorrow's episode is Ask Papa Solio Live. So if you do have questions and you want to submit them, go to AskPapaSolio.com and submit your questions today. That way we can get to them tomorrow for the Sunday Ask Papa Solio Live. Thanks for being here. Welcome, Logan, Cerny, Jeff, Michelle, everyone coming on in. Let's get today's man cast started. Let's a fucking a go. The following program is rated TV M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. I'm afraid I'm self-diagnosing myself with mental illness. Just like Tess Holiday. <laughs> Let's fucking go. I feel like I might be struggling, but I don't want to appropriate anyone's experience. Hell. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! <laughs> The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 2640. Of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, gang cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swolio, back with another episode. And today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everson K2, flexing on all of you. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. 
What's going on, fam? Welcome to the show. We are going to jump right into today's episode. Got a great one today. Happy Swole Slut Saturday. I hope you are going to the fucking gym. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button. And of course, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe to the channels on Rumble and YouTube. The best man cast that you can bang your ear holes with when you're making sick fucking gains. So hopefully if you're at the gym, this show will help you get a couple extra reps there. All right, let's bust the nut open. Let's get today's swole card. You know what it is. Drop that hashtag in the comments down below. It is Swole Slut Saturday. Time to summon the Falcon and get today's party started. Alk. Yes, sir. Ah, yes, Ziswo Slut. Cheers, Leo, you raging alcoholic. Cheers, Swole Slut Saturday, hashtag triple S. Drop that in the comments down below, and we'll give that Swole card away at the end of today's episode. Everyone loves a good Swole Slut Saturday. We got the questions ready. We got some Swole Fam posts. Now let's get into that tip. The only way we can do that is to moisturize. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. All right, let's fucking do it. Let's get into the first Swole Fam post. We got uh, a couple juicy ones. First one is from Antonio. We got one from Anthony. And Anthony writes, I hurt in places that I didn't know I could hurt in today. 90 Day Dash is so amazeballs. The effing knowledge bombs. The podcast, the website, the Facebook group are freaking amazing. Oh, and Telegram awesomeness. Day four on the elimination diet, and I feel amazing. I've lost a couple of pounds this week. Shit right here is legit. Hashtag Papa busts my balls. All right. I fucking love it. I love it. Thanks for the plug. A tan. A fucking tan. I love reading. I love it. I love it when people join and jump right into it. And some people join and it happens. Some people join and never start things. They join, they like, you know what? I'm going to fucking do it. But then they don't take action. They don't introduce themselves or start the programs. You know, we have everything that you need, but I can't train for you, right? The Swole Fam can't do an elimination diet for you. We can't do it for you, but we can provide you the tools. You still have to do it, which is great which is great. You should have to do it. If you could just join the fam and then we did all the work for you, you wouldn't have any discipline. You wouldn't be proud of yourself. You wouldn't stick to the plan and the seven pillars because you know, that's what works. You wouldn't grow as an individual. 
So Anthony, fucking awesome. And yes, the 90 Day Dash is an amazing program. And of course, the Swolfam is also amazing. Look at that. Day four in the elimination diet, lost a couple of pounds already. Of course, that's going to be mostly water weight. But you know, water is what your body retains when you have chronic inflammation. So these things are necessary. So I always like to clarify that you're not just losing and shredding just fat all of a sudden, but you need to lose extra water weight along with the extra body fat. These are things that your body retains over time, especially as a result of chronic sensitivities and chronic uh, reactions and chronic inflammation. Good for you, Anthony. Fantastic. Um, just want to pause for a second and preach some fucking facts. Space shuttle door gunner. If you don't like watermelon, you're wrong. That's what I'm talking about. Y'all, y'all. Straight up facts. You're just wrong. You're just wrong. Okay, let's move on. You like that? Straight facts. Uh, Melissa writes, hello all. I am from Colorado, southeast of Denver. True to my historical practice, I spent shwenty shwenty and shwenty shwenty shwam seriously working out, managed to eventually overdo it throughout 2022 and flared up an old herniation and messed up the Achilles tendon on my left foot. Eventually took some time off to deal with the back and heel. And eventually after the snow finally melted, went back to taking long walks. In the meantime, I had regained weight that I now need to deal with. I have a home gym now set up, but I struggle with how to put exercises together in a functional and engaging way. Have been watching the content for a while and appreciate the no nonsense approach so decided to see if it could help with consistency and training. And absolutely, we have things organized for you. All you have to do is execute on them. And of course, the consistency is up to you. And, um, you know, just to clarify, the kind of functional functional training, you know, training is training. Things are functional based on, that. that that's kind of a word that gets overused. It's a great marketing tool. I hear people talk about building functional muscle, which doesn't exist. There's no such thing as functional muscle. Uh, in other words, the way you stress your body, whatever stress you provide, whatever stimulus you provide your body is how your body is going to adapt. And of course, you have to eat properly and recover properly. So if you're trying to, but I knew, I do know what you mean by that. I feel like your intention of saying that is that you don't know how to organize things optimally to get your results. So understand that if you're trying to lose extra fat and build muscle, there are strategies that are optimal. You can build muscle many different ways, but there are strategies that are optimal in terms of exercise selection, how to execute them. So we got you. We got you, Melissa. Welcome to the fam. Stoked that you are with us. Okay, let's get into a response from the email list, and then we'll get into some questions, fam. If your inbox is loose, if emails come in and just you don't even notice that they're coming in. You don't even notice that you're getting an email in there because you have so many. Your inbox is just so loose. You just can't feel a single email coming in. Well, I will rejuvenate your inbox. I will make it feel like you are opening an email circa 1993. Come and join the email list. Go to makeemailswolligan.com and you will get my knowledge cock stretching out your inbox. I am telling you, it'll feel like the first time you ever opened an email make email swollegan.com get on the email list we got a response from tcap from the dirty bulking versus clean bulking email and tcap says just got free from a 20 year bulk <laughs> 20 year bulk in 2021 never again do it clean save yourself the headache the fatty liver and the diabetes wow yeah save yourself the diabetes no diabetes just say no to the betus 
Just say no to the Beatus, a 20-year bulk. And there's a lot out there about bulking. You can build muscle, but bulking just it gets associated with gaining weight. You don't want to just gain weight. You want to gain the right weight, and you don't have to be in a crazy surplus. And if you're gaining weight quickly, chances are you're putting a lot of water and fat, and you're going to have stretch marks. You're going to have other issues, potentially losing that in the future. Of course, if you're trying to put on muscle, it's better to have a little bit too much food in, or calories or nutrition rather than too little. Otherwise, you're not going to be making progress. But you do not need to be eating 5,000 calories a day and sucking down weight gainer shakes. You just need to manage your time better and eat frequently, get in sufficient protein and calories and all that stuff. But uh, you don't have to be eating too ridiculous excess. And it's challenging. It's very hard when you're doing that with nutrient-dense food. All right, let's get into some knowledge. If you have questions, hashtag AskPapaSolio. And of course, if you want to call into the show, go to AskPapaSolio.com. We do have a call today and also tomorrow's Ask Papa Solio Live. So we're just doing calls. So if you call in today, very likely we'll get to your call tomorrow. Go to AskPapaSolio.com. Uh, Martin says, are you going to be making the short sleeve hoodie available to buy? We don't have short sleeve hoodies. I'm not sure what you're asking. Do you mean the other day when I wore the green one? I just cut the sleeves. So you can get a hoodie and just cut the sleeves. That's what I did. Space shuttle door gunner. Papa Solio, I have a physical fitness test in a month. Timed 2000 meter row. What exercise can I do to prepare when I don't have access to a row machine? It's <laughs> Um, you can't really, you could do very high repetitions, but nothing's really going to, uh, nothing's really going to match, uh, doing a row machine because the resistance profile is completely different. If it's a water rower or an air rower, there's different types of rowers. pull-ups. I mean, any kind of endurance, that's endurance, but you're not going to be able to mimic it exactly. So you can do a lot of pull-ups. You can do high repetition row. If you have access, do you have access to any kind of row machine, any kind of, when I say row machine, any kind of pull machine, whether it's cables or things like that. And this is the kind of thing that's challenging. Let's say you have to run X amount of distance and you don't have a place to run, for example. So your body is going to adapt to whatever stress you put on it. It doesn't mean that you can't do something in the meantime that will get you better results than if you didn't. But of course, it's not going to match the same stress. It's like doing bike riding and then trying to run a long distance. It's just the adaptations that your body builds from that movement, specifically the force, the pressure, the oxygen demands. Let's see. Danny boy thoughts on sleeping with thin tape over your mouth. I do so every night. You can just get a little surgical tape or like bamboo tape and just put a little square. You should be nose breathing. You should be nose breathing as often as possible during the day too. Ray Lopez, Papa Sulia, what are your thoughts on plastic surgery? I'm thinking of getting rhinoplasty someday because my nose looks big and awkward, especially in photos. My thoughts on what? Like, 
some people have twisted septums or they claim to do it so they feel better about doing it. Um, if you have trouble breathing, then it's a good idea because it'll help you help change your life. A lot of people have you know, imperfections inside the nose that can affect you uh, getting in, getting airway or air in there. But are you talking about just from an aesthetic, from a superficial standpoint? I can't really make that decision for you. I can't really make that decision for you. If that's something that really bothers you, it's really up to you. You know? It's one of those things where that's it's not my nose. So I'm like, yeah, go do it. If it's something that just be aware of what reason you're doing it for. So is it, is it something that's actually going to make you happier? Is it going to give you more confidence? It's not going to make you a better person. So I'm saying it's not going to make you love yourself more. If it's something that could improve your health, if it's structural and you can't get some people do martial arts or they, I don't know. They, they just break their nose over time and then you get scar tissue and whatever that can block. I'm so hesitant when it comes to any kind of elective surgery, just because people don't talk about it. I know it's common to get nose jobs and breast jobs. You can die from that stuff. They put you under, I'm really hesitant to get, you know, a hernia. It's very, it's not a big deal right now, but like, I, I don't, I don't want any kind of invasive surgery whenever I can, you know, whenever you can help it. Imagine just having complications from something that was elective. So it depends on where you're going, depends on the quality of the surgeon and the reasons, but just understand it's not necessarily something it's kind of like weight loss, not making you satisfied getting to a certain weight. It can make you healthier. It can give you more confidence. But the reason why I always say stop paying attention to the scale, it's because the scale isn't going to keep on changing endlessly. The scale doesn't mean that you're healthy or not. So this is where there's some crossover with, well, you can be healthy at any size. You can't be healthy at any size, but your weight there's the, the, the trade-off healthy at any size. They're just embarrassed because they're morbidly obese. But if you're 150 versus 145 or 140 versus 150, is that really going to make, wow, your whole projection of your health of long-term is going to be completely different because you're 10 pounds less. My point is there's diminishing returns. So the same thing as, for example, where I am right now, if I put on a little bit of muscle, if I get five pounds stronger on a certain movement, is that improving my health? Is that improving my wellness? Objectively, no, it's not like, oh, I can bench 200 versus 195. I'm going to live longer. I'm such a better person and everything. Of course, it's that pursuit and challenging that's satisfying and improving strength is great for all aspects of health in general. So the point is you have to find your satisfaction. You have to find your, your purpose in something else than the numerical. 
So losing weight endlessly isn't going to work. You're not going to just be 50 pounds. Wow, I'm so much happier with myself. The same thing, whereas if you're benching 300, benching 305, it's a temporary, ooh, yay. But you're not going to be benching 305 forever. You're not going to be losing extra body fat forever. So that has to be a component of the overall satisfaction, overall purpose of just executing. That's why the seven pillars are so important. You are achieving success every day. Every day you're in pursuit of those seven pillars. Every day you are achieving them. Every day that resets like an Etch-A-Sketch. It clears. Every day you have to focus on your community. Every day you have to focus on your nutrition, even if you're fasting. Every day you have to focus on your training or what you're doing for active recovery or what you're doing. Maybe it's not intense training. Maybe it's a little club work, a little yoga. Maybe that's your training. That's fine. You're focusing on getting those seven pillars accomplished. Every day it starts over. And that's more satisfying because that's going to look different. Notice that on the right hand of your screen, training doesn't say you have to be strong or X amount strong. It's not quantitative. Uh, it's not saying how much water you need to drink. It's not saying how much sleep you have to get. It's not saying how long you have to meditate. It's not saying what exact person you need to surround yourself with or what your environment has to look like. It's not saying what foods you need to eat. That's your pursuit. But you can check off all those things every single day and then, ooh, it's another win. I did it again. I did it again. And that's going to give you so many different benefits. And within that paradigm, you can challenge yourself to improve your strength. You can improve your body composition. So there's a reason why it's specific, but it's also general because everyone's going to be a little bit different. All right. So let's get a, let's get a call. We got a call here from Nicolas. You're on L sleeves cast. Hi, Papa Swolio. I'm someone that's been trying to lose weight lately and I've been more consistent lately and following your advice, but I'm going to a camping festival coming up where I'll be gone for a week. I was just wondering how I should attack my nutrition. Thank you. I appreciate the call. Just going to be honest with you. What would you normally do? So people seem to think that if they're going to a different location, that everything changes. You can eat shit at home. You can eat shit at this camping I don't know, festival. Bring the food that you should be eating. I think what you're truly asking is permission or what should I do? You're not going to go there and find the quality food that you need. That's the difference. You're not going to find this shit out in the wild unless you go somewhere specifically or you know that there's a place where you can get the foods that you need. Bring it with you. You're traveling on a plane or in a car. Cook in advance, bring with you. Order in advance to the hotel, bring a hot plate. Prepare, prepare. You're going on a camping trip, okay. People bring all sorts of things, bring food. So I don't know exactly what capacity or what this is. It sounds like you're looking for an excuse or looking for permission. You're asking a question that has the easiest answer. Bring what you need, it's called preparation. Fail to prepare, you're preparing to fail. If you're actively, oh, what am I going to do when I'm there? Exactly. You're not going to do well and you're going to fuck up because you're not preparing. So you're going to have to be like, well, what are you going to find in everyone's chips and alcohol and hot dogs and shit? You're not going to find stuff. You're not going to find anything. Bring it with you. If you're going on a camping trip and people are going to be barbecuing and grilling, bring your own food. You have allergies. You have sensitivities. You don't want to have rampant diarrhea when you're there and it's up to you. You know, that question is simply answered 
are you going to prepare or are you not? And people that prepare will have what they need. And there are situations when you try to prepare for things. And there's some situations where you're going to have to call an audible. You're going to have to step outside your comfort zone. Maybe you prepared, but not completely. And something unforeseen comes up. Understand that people can fast. So if you're in a situation, I went to a party, I went this, and then everyone was eating, they're making batch. You can fast. It's not an eating disorder to just not eat for a couple hours. You don't need to be stuffing your face all day long. It's okay to be around people and build some discipline. A lot of people might think, oh my God, you're not eating. You smell the food. Yeah, it smells good, but you can also build discipline and not eat and then go home and satisfy yourself. <laughs> satisfy yourself. But you know what I'm saying? It's not, uh, what's it called? Um, orthorexia. It's not orthorexia if you're making a logical choice. You're not starving yourself. Fasting is not starving yourself. If I go somewhere, oh, I'll just eat when I get home. Oh, come on. No, I'm not going to eat that stuff. I will wait a couple hours. And when I go home, I'll cook food. It's not a big deal. So anyway, just saying, I understand the question, but the answer is so simple. I'm almost confused. All right, let's see. Uh, Nick, how long until the sexy signature series P3S7 ships out? I'm eager to add it to the collection I have. I can't give you an exact date, but it will be soon. Don't you worry your little head. You're going to add it. You're going to add that motherfucker and you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Next P3S8 drops in 60 days. Jesus Christ. It's already wow. It's already 2640. Who? Dragon Z. <laughs> uh you keep swinging that bat around in your videos in the same motion. Is that a workout thing? Yes, it's a club. Check them out on Amazon. Check out the videos. It's fantastic. In the same motion, I certainly do. I certainly do swing the fuck out of that Bell Ha 99. Papa Solio, all the gyms will be closed in my town for one month. Could I get bigger by training at home? Um, let's take the first part of that question. Why are all the gyms closed in your town for one month? It's time for you to move, bro. What kind of town? Is it a festival? Is it, are they spraying for cockroaches? Is there a nuclear disaster? What the fuck is going on? How does that make sense? Is this a religious thing? You got to move time for you to move it. All the gyms are closing your town. I need more details this is from Instagram. I need details and I need them now. Like I need them now time to move time to move, get a student visa or something. Get the fuck out. Jesus Christ. Can you get bigger at training at home? Absolutely. If you have overload at home, if you have machines or weights that are heavier than at the gym, right? You can of course make gains at home. I have, machines at home. I have weights at home and I train at home. I built my own gym at home. So it doesn't matter where you train. It's just, do you have overload? That's going to be progressive that you can add over time. And that's why fucking move. My God, move. What a horrible, horrible town. What a horrible town. Your town sucks. It's the worst town ever. It's the worst town ever. Odin Thor four, five, six Papa Solio. Can you give me an insane workout for my legs? 
I mean, how about a sane workout? Most people don't, you don't need fancy exercise. You just need to train harder for the basics. I don't know what you have access to. So I would recommend doing some sort of a quad biased squat, whether it's a pendulum squat, a low foot position, leg press, uh, leg extensions. Those are awesome. A seated leg curl. If you have one, maybe a prone leg curl or Nordic curl, something like that. You only need two or three exercises or four. You only need like maybe two exercises or three for quads, two or three for hamstrings. And that's it. You don't need fancy stuff. There's so many exercises. And whenever you see someone saying, try this exercise, it's great for glutes or it's great for this. You just don't need so many of them and you can't do everything, every workout. Otherwise your volume will be off the charts. So you don't, it's good news. It's good news because it's very easy to get overwhelmed with all the choices. And I talk about this a lot. I have a lot of pieces of equipment I'm very grateful for, and I love collecting them and I love fitness, but I also can't do them all every time. Even if I'm doing a back day, I just can't do every exercise. It would be way too much volume and it's unnecessary. So I have to choose what I'm going to do from week to week. What I would recommend is that you pick to a certain structure or a certain exercise sequence for at least a few weeks so you can make progress. If you're always changing the movement, you can be a little bit more adjusting over time because then you can reference, okay, last time I did this exercise, I did X amount of weight for X amount of reps, and then you can increase it. But if you just randomly do different things all the time, it's really hard to make progressive overload because you're changing things up. So how can you progressively overload it? You're mixing up the order. You're changing the exercises. So let's say you did a a squat last week for eight repetitions, and then you're doing leg press and extensions in a different order and different selection. It's like, well, it's not the same movement. So what I would do is just say, at least keep it the same for a couple of weeks. You don't need to change your shit every couple of weeks, every week. You don't need to randomize everything all the time because then there's no consistency that your body can adapt to. It's great to adjust things because then your muscles will experience a new stimulus but you also need to be consistent with that stimulus in order for your body to adapt. And that's very different. So a lot of people get sore every week, but they're always changing. So they get that shock from the new stimulus, but they're not consistent enough to allow that adaptation. So understand that changing and tweaking doesn't need dramatic changes. It could be very subtle. It could be exercise order. It could be changing out one movement, but all you need is to overload progressively. And if you change it all the time, it's very challenging to overload progressively because you're just doing shock stimulus rather than actually allowing your body to adapt. Most people don't train hard enough, so it doesn't matter what exercise they choose. They're just going to get sore because they're changing the type of stress, but they're not getting... Remember, soreness doesn't mean growth. Soreness doesn't mean increasing in strength. Soreness just means... It's a unique stimulus or it's a unique angle or it's a unique strength profile. So for example, like I always say, let's say you don't go walking often, just use that example and you're lifting, blah, blah. And then you decide to go for a walk. You just feel really good. You want to go for a walk and you walk 20 miles. The next day you're going to be sore. Your feet are going to ache. Maybe your back aches. Maybe your Achilles tendon sore. Does that mean you're going to get huge? 
just think about it. Doesn't mean you're going to get big because you're sore. Oh, you're going to get huge. And the answer is no, of course not. You just walk 20 miles. So if you match and you think about soreness in that, in that sense, well, then soreness doesn't match. Soreness doesn't mean muscle growth. Soreness is just a response to a new stimuli or an increased stimuli. It's really just a type. So you can get sore by lifting heavier weight or more repetitions for the same weight or doing a new exercise. So just because you chose a new exercise and you got sore doesn't mean that you're going to stimulate growth. It's just because it's a different stress. It's a different angle or a different grip position. So it's a response, but it doesn't equal strength and it doesn't equal muscle size. So just, just think about all the things that you can do and get sore and then understand that just because you feel sore does not mean otherwise you could go for a walk for 30 miles and all of a sudden you fucking jacked because you got sore. That's not the goal. So soreness is not the goal, right? Soreness is not the goal and a pump is not the goal. Soreness and a pump have nothing to do with um, building muscle if that's what you're trying to do. Otherwise, all you have to do is train for the pump and all you have to do is just do whatever it takes to get as sore as possible. But soreness doesn't mean that you're actually progressing. All right, uh, let's see. Bubba, let's see. Bubba says, uh, Papa Solio, five-day split, Monday... Monday quads chest try. I already don't like this at all. Tuesday hamstrings back by Wednesday quads shoulders. Bruh. Thursday glutes hamstrings and back. Friday chest arms. Is my current is my current split too much? Absolutely. W what the fuck is going on here, dude? All right, I'm glad you mentioned. I'm, I'm glad you asked this question. Well, let's let's get into the the important parts of this. One, good job going to the gym consistently. Uh, number two, how the fuck are you going to the gym consistently and actually executing on this? You're doing quads on Monday and Wednesday. You're not do, you're not training hard enough for sure. You're not training hard enough, and you're not giving yourself enough recovery. So yes, it's too much. You're trying to grow. How old are you? How long have you been training? I, I, I can't even fathom doing chest and quads on the same fucking day. So here's what I would do. I would change this to something like a three or a four, two sets to failure. Okay, so doing two sets of, two sets of what to failure? Two sets of each exercise or two sets of quads to failure? Like two sets of quads. So I would, I would change this to doing something like a, yeah, but that doesn't matter. So Bubba says, push, pull, push, pull, but never duplicating the same exercise it has nothing to do with it. It's not just you're, you're not giving yourself enough physical recovery. You're not giving yourself enough physiological recovery, like your central nervous system. You're just not giving yourself enough recovery. So I would recommend going to a three or four day split, doing like a chest and back, a legs and an arms or doing uh chest on one day or chest and trice chest and biceps you could do shoulders and you know a famous uh, dorian yates split is shoulders and triceps 
back, chest and biceps and legs. You could do chest and back, arms. You could do quads on one day. You could do hamstrings and glutes on another day. I would recommend doing a three or four day split, not repeating and doing one or two days rest in between each. So it's, it might actually go more than seven days. And I would try to aim for in general, I would say anywhere between like four to four to eight sets per body part per cycle period. Um, hard to explain it all and lay it all out. But for example, on a chest day, you only need like three or four total sets to failure. You don't need a lot. Some might, some people might want to do four to six sets to failure. But what I mean by failure is really, you don't need more than one set per exercise to failure because you already achieved failure with that first set. If you really trained to failure, that second set's not really worthwhile because you already went completely full out on that first set. But anyway, I would recommend based on that a lot more recovery, especially between subsequent days. So here's the biggest misconception when it comes to training in that sense, because let's say you train chest on Monday and you're doing legs on Tuesday. The mindset is, well, it's a different muscle. Sorry, there's someone chainsawing apparently. So the logic or incorrect logic would be Monday was chest. Tuesday was legs. It's not the same muscle, right? I trained chest on Monday. I'm training legs on Tuesday. My chest is not my legs. My legs are down here so I can train hard, but it's the same central nervous system. It's the same systemic body that is channeling all that stress and receiving all that stress. So just because it's your legs, it's your central nervous system. It's your organs. Everything is fatiguing when you train intensely. So you actually need systemic recovery. And this is the problem with doing subsequent intense workouts every day. You can do some light cardio. You can do mobility and yoga. I still think you should train every day and do something physical to aid in recovery or to improve moving forward. But intense training needs to have recovery between. It doesn't matter if it's a separate body part. Physical soreness is not systemic in its sense. So if I train chest and back, that's not my legs. But at the same time, that's a lot of overload and stress on my systemic body. So you need to give yourself recovery in between workouts, even if it's a different body part. The fuck is this person cutting? Okay. Does that make sense? We got a question here from, you can follow up too. J us L a Papa Swolio. I don't have a life. And how should I get a life? Go to the fucking gym. Find purpose in challenging yourself. Try different hobbies. Try different things. We got you. Go to the fucking gym. Okay. Let's see. Ewing J squared. <laughs> oh, that was nice. I gave it a, uh, a Cheers. tan. A tan. A fucking tan. I love it when I'm going on a rant about something and then... There's like no comments for a while. Is everyone plugged in? Everyone's just getting their ear holes fucked. All right. Ewing J squared. Papa Soil, you're lifting heavy for women who have pelvic prolapse, bladder, comma, uterus. 
I mean, I don't know. What's the, what's the real question? Strengthening your pelvic floor, doing exercises to strengthen those muscles. And you want to lift as heavy as you can safely, of course. So there are many corrective exercises and things that you can do to strengthen the pelvic floor muscles. So make sure that you are strengthening them as much as possible. Because, yeah, there's there's always going to be a risk if you don't uh, recover from that. It's not just like, hey, you just, things are going to come back. You have to strengthen them. Nerd and turf. Papa Swole, if any ladies in the comments want to chime in on that. Uh, as a beginner to working out and dieting, should I track my food? I would recommend doing an elimination diet to figure out the food quality that works best for you. I think understanding calorie value is important. It's obviously energy balance, but despite what any other fitness experts say, calories are not a calorie in the sense that if you're eating a cookie and that's 200 calories versus a piece of meat, that's 200 calories, they're not being utilized by your body in the same way. So calories are not equal. Your body processes food differently. Certain foods are more accessible to be used by your body. Some foods cause inflammation, systemic reactions that can snowball into a lot of other side effects that can fuck up your hormones, that can affect how your body processes energy and metabolism and blah, blah, blah. So food quality is more important. Food quality comes first and then you can fuck around with your scale and counting. Yeah, and ignore government guidelines because those are nonsense. Okay, good questions. Time to go balls deep. Very nice. Very nice. I like. I like. All right, let's get into a couple videos. Let me see. Am I going to... I'm going to jump in with one first. Oh, we got more fam. We're going back to queer camp. I know we're going. That's fucking bullshit. We're going back to queer camp. Where's Shane today? Shane, I got you. We got there's tiny tuck, typical tuck, total tuck, and the tyrannical tuck. Can I help you? What? What? All right, we're going back to queer camp. Here we fucking go. What's in the box? We're going back to queer camp. We're going back to queer camp. Hello from queer summer camp. Today is my day off, but I wanted to tell you about something that's happening that I was not expecting. The longer that I'm at camp, the more comfortable I'm getting with my own femininity. Out in the because you're pro <laughs> world asserting our own transness is vital to being seen correctly. Like, not... We have to think about it all the time. Unless Why? I'm majorly asserting my masculinity, I'm setting myself up to get mammed, which feels bad. It's pretty hard to parse out when I'm presenting for myself and when it's for everyone else. But in an exclusively queer environment, I can be whatever. So I'm trying to lean into that more to get more comfortable with my femininity without getting too pressed about how that changes the way that I'm seen. So I did get my nails painted today. Still trans mask, still he they. It's a little prettier. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Jesus Christ. Everyone in this room is now dumber 
for having Jesus listened to it. Fucking Christ. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Jesus fucking Christ. I have nothing to say. I do. You know what? I really enjoy these videos because I don't have to say anything. It just does it all for me. Anything that you can think that I'm anything you can think of. Just assume that I'm saying it. Oh, I'm definitely thinking it. Anything. Think of just any, just anything. What your rage just. Oh yeah. It's just unnecessary. I don't have to waste my time. Uh, actually saying anything. Oh, oh, an older item named Queer Camp 2 already exists in this location. Oh my God, do you want to replace it with the newer one you're moving? When you have so many retarded videos, they're just like, whoa, 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 you already got a stupid fucking one that has the same name. You want to put this other dumbass one there too? Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's what my computer says. Whoa, 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 whoa. We already got that bullshit. This folder is filled. Okay. Um, so here, now it's coming down to it. That was a little bit of an appetizer, a little aperitif. So I got to choose. I got to make the call. It's my show. I got to make the call. Which one we end with. Of course, we'll have a throwback to try to uh, wash it out of our minds. Uh, yo. Oof. All right, so I'm going to choose to go with Fat Liberation first, and then we're going to go to Most Radical Belief. Ooh, my goodness. We're just getting... What's in the box? We just getting, He's heating up! We're just getting warmed up. Fat Liberation. Got to liberate the fat, a.k.a. loosen the belt after eating a box of donuts. What's one thing you think people should be talking about in Fat Liberation? What is the best move to silence a woman? You hear that? That's what you should be talking about. I'll say it again. You ready? That's what you should be talking about. Fucking nothing. Shh. Hold on a second. I want to see what this fucking guy is cutting down. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on a second. Okay, cool. All right. Just checking. Just checking. We had like, we had big like tree trimmers trimming this tree in the backyard and the mango tree got it all cleaned up. It looks great. So much more sun's coming through. So. Oh my God. 
No, it's not the mango tree. No. He's clear. I guess he's... We have trees that like go over his yard, so he's just cleaning out his trees. I just wanted to know where it was coming from. Okay, um, let's just play the stupidity. What's one thing you think people should be talking about Nothing. in Fat Liberation? Nothing. That you haven't really seen. I'll go first. Nothing. How dieting is... So oh, I'm going to say, no, 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 going to the fucking gym. How dieting is self-harm. It's not. And I've done the ED self-harm and the slicey slice self-harm, and really, they're the same. They're fueled... Whoa, the slicey slice. So she's used to cutting herself. Okay, this is called mental instability. Yeah, they're not the same. So you've been doing dieting and cutting yourself with a sharp object. They're not the same? Um, but yeah. Okay. By negative self-feelings that you do not know how to deal with any other way. They help you deal with self-hatred, but also help you express the anger and resentment that you have towards those around you. All right, what's going on here? Because in some way you blame them for your self-hatred. Both cause a temporary euphoric feeling. Okay. Followed by severe depression when you realize it didn't change anything. Except like Except that cut. you have a new scar or two. Yikes. I hope she gets help. I'm not here to like make fun of people actively. You know, you're putting this stuff on the internet and it comes into my realm when you're talking about obesity. I mean, this is very similar to all the other types of mental disorders that are going on based on food, based on stress and anxiety and lack of purpose and, you know, radical feminism and all this fucking shit, all this social Marxism, all this shit. It's just coming out in different ways. You have the fat people, you have the people that are trying to promote obesity as being a good thing, or, you know, the capitalism, white supremacy, dieting, diet culture, diet culture fears the fat black body. And then you have like, I got my nails painted rainbow. Now I'm trans mask. I'm still he, they, but I'm feminine. Man, what the fuck are you talking about? Bring back the buildings with the padded rooms with padded walls. Bring them back. Bring them back. Bring them back. Bring them back. Bring back the buildings with the with the, the with the rooms with the padded walls with the doctors with the white coats and the clipboards that just go mm-hmm. and they give you little Dixie cups with pills. Circa one flew over the fucking cuckoo's nest. All right, and the metal cages and things and the wheelchairs and the drool let's bring that back okay an older item named fat liberation mp4 already exists in this location do you want to replace it with the newer dumber one that you're moving keep them both keep them both all right last one and then we'll do a throwback here we go <laughs> most radical belief What's in the box? Please, no. What is your most radical belief? What? My most radical belief... <laughs> she looks like the painting behind her. Okay. My most radical belief is that even though we all suffer differently from white supremacy... Even though we all suffer differently from white supremacy... Oh, yeah. You could say that again. <laughs> most people just make it up. Most people just pretend. <laughs> no. 
correlation with our intersectional identities, we See. all suffer from white supremacy. Everyone from the cisgendered, heteronormative, white, able-bodied man. All cisgendered, heteronormative, white, able-bodied man. Everyone catching that? All the way to the gender expansive, disabled, black. The gender expansive, disabled, black, queer person. The gender expansive, disabled, black, queer person. You mean Joanne? Like, there's one. There's one, maybe two. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, this is retarded. Queer person. And when the police class, not just the institution, but the police class, the biggest enablers of the wealth class, what? wake up the to... Po the police class? The root of their suffering... Someone look, what's a police class? Not being uh, in the people and things that they police, but in the white supremacy that they police those people by, then our systems will crumble and what? the whole matrix will unravel and dystopia will begin. <laughs> I already used the you have no points. I already used that soundboard. I can't use it again. What the fuck did you just say? People. The reason why people don't want to speak out about this stuff. Oh, I'm a white, uh, I'm a white man. I can't talk about it. It is that. not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Because she's a huge black woman. I can't talk about it. I can't touch that issue. I can go on a limb and say that makes no fucking sense. No sense. If you can use vague, oppressive terminology, most people won't talk out against it because they don't want to be seen as offensive or racist or transphobic or fatphobic or capitalist. Or Take your pick. That is word salad. It means nothing. And let me tell you, it means nothing. It means nothing. Let me tell you again. It's supposed to mean nothing. Do you know why? Because it can change. Whenever they want. It's If it means something, that's why definitions are changing. Because if it actually means something, you can actually make a logical argument. If we agree on what words mean, and if we agree on a shared reality which we all have, regardless of what people want to think or not, then this stuff crumbles because it's idiotic. So the words are not supposed to mean anything. It's supposed to be a word salad. Just understand that the word salad is the goal. And we all know the truth about salads. That's fucking bullshit. They're fucking bullshit, okay? Don't eat salad, eat a fucking steak. It always comes down to the steak, man. It always comes down to the steak. Eat a fucking steak. The steak, steak is the answer. You have someone that's just spewing salad. You give that person a steak. Oh my God. What have I been talking about? What is going on here? It'll come out like an, like a haze. What, what is going on? What am, where am I? What, what, what date is it? What's going on? What's going on here? 
What's going on? Wow. They just need steak. Steak is the answer. All right. I, I hit the swole card thing, but we got to do a throwback first. We got to do a throwback. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, here we go. I have a bone to pick with Bagu and their discriminatory strap lengths. I didn't hear a fucking word that just rolled out of your face hole. <laughs> what was that? What's Bagu? And their discriminatory strap lengths. Straplings? Strap links? Oh my God, here we go. Fat phobic bag. Alert, alert. So the bag, like the bag, like the purse is fat phobic. Sound like I'm joking, but I'm not. It definitely sounds like you're joking because this can't be fucking real. This can't be reality. Boner <laughs> alert. It like barely works. Look, if I shopped at Baby Gap, it wouldn't fit either. Some bags just don't fit. They're not meant to go around your entire body. Put around one thing, one arm. Boom, I just schooled you. <laughs> okay, yeah. So if you're not absolutely ginormous, things will fit. So if LeBron James goes to, I don't know, Banana Republic, he's not going to find anything that fits. You got to go to Big and Tall or get custom stuff. It just is what it is. Now, someone like LeBron, I'm just picking someone who's tall that everyone knows. So LeBron James, very tall. He didn't choose to be six, what was he? Six, nine, six, eight, six, ten, whatever. He didn't choose that height. But when you're that fat, yeah, your actions, actions are choices. Actions are choices. Actions are choices. And they lead to outcomes. Now, not everyone makes the same choices. Some people have trauma, like they get into accidents, they have things that happen to them. So it makes it more challenging. It doesn't make it impossible, but most people that are morbidly obese, it's a product of their choices compounded over time. And that's just period, end of story. Okay. Now, a lot of people that are obese will blame their thyroid. They'll blame all these different organs that are usually fucked up over the years from that abuse. Some people are more susceptible to having issues because genetically they're predispositioned, but it's not guaranteed. So a lot of people uh, just blame the outcome when it was really their fault, cause and effect, and then now they conveniently have an issue because they've subjected their body to such damage. Now they can blame that problem, but that didn't come first. Chicken and the egg, that didn't come first. So anyway, um, yeah, there's that. All right, swole card time. Hashtag swole slut for a chance to win today's swole card. Let's give this, let's give this bitch away. Look at my dick tip. Look at my dick tip. It's so thick. Look at my dick tip. Ah, a swole slut. Sandra Lebrun. Congratulations, Sandra. Congratulations, Sandra. Send us an email to support at swolenormous.com. Swole card 2640. In the subject, your mailing address in the bottom of the email. Send you a motherfucking swole card. Goddamn right. Thank you, Freddy. Nice choice. Church. Churchy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. The churchy. Oh, the church. Ode to church. A little belly rub for the fans. Can we get a little bellies? Can I get in there? Can I get in there? Can I get a little bellies? 
No? Give me some belly. Why are you being so shy? Get that leg up. Get the belly. Why are you being so shy? Give me that belly. yourself. I don't have to rub your belly. Oh, uh, there's a taint <laughs> behind the pile of clothes. Making sick games. Alright, tomorrow's Ask Papa Soil Live. Thanks for being here, you sluts. Ooh, skin that smoke wagon. See what happens. I'm your huckleberry. Get that soundboard. I see you, baby. And now you want belly rubs? eyeball me like that. You want to play the piano? You want to play? looking at me. No eye contact. No eye contact when it's out. All right. Very nice. Excellent. No eye contact. No eye contact. Kids these days. All right, fam. Thank you so much for being here. Crank it up. Oh my God. That was nice. Excellent. I gave it a, uh, a 10. A tan! A fucking tan! Fam, thanks for being here. We'll be here tomorrow for 2641. Ask Papa Soyo Live. Submit your questions today, right now, over at askpapasoyo.com. And of course, join the fam today, soulnormatex.com. Hit the thumbs up button on the way out. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace, McGee's Deuce McGoose, your boy, Papa Soyo. Oh, 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 oh. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Eight away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zams. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they can't left and they so mad, it's like. Then y'all found out.